What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas again, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Thank you for joining me tonight. And today we're going to do my first mock draft of of the offs of the 2023 offseason. I've done a bunch of mock drafts already. It's mock draft season, it's draft season. But before we get into any of that, you know we got to hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to know. Are you ready for start time? And once again, it is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Thank you for rocking with me on a Tuesday evening. And today, you know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk 49er mock drafts in 2023. And the fact is we don't have a first or second round pick, but we're still gonna do the mock draft because there's still quite a few good players. There's always good players throughout the draft. It's just imperative that the the teams find it's just how do the teams find it and they find it through their their scouting group their scouting team and you you know the 49ers have one of the best in the league at finding talent in those later rounds so even though the 49ers don't have a pick until the third the end of the third round uh pick 99 to be exact even though that's 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 how it's going to go down this year it still doesn't mean that they're not going to find people. I believe by looking at the the mock drafts that I've been doing, they can still they still have eleven picks, I believe, in total. And so there's plenty of darts to throw at the board to find some talent. And there's believe me, as we go through this mock draft, you're going to see, and we're going to talk about some of these guys that we see on this mock draft. You're going to do it right along with me. And uh, appreciate Kimberly for coming through. Thank you for coming through. Uh, it's uh, and and saying hi, hi to you as well. But the it, it really just comes down to you know what what is a what is a good fit. There's just athletes all over this country, and some from not from this country that that are that can fit in the four. It's all about fitting in the, in the system, and uh, because. You've got a lot of guys in today's today's athletics that can just the the athleticism is there. It's just about being put in the right position and being in the right coaching staff. And the 49ers have one of the best best coaching staffs in the league, also. So on top of having some of the best guys, some of their best players they've gotten in the fourth, fifth rounds. That that mythical fifth round is the sweet spot that everybody looks to uh, with the 49ers. You go, you know, they found Drake Greenlaw in the fifth round. They found George Kittle in the fifth round. They found a lot. Like, I mean, even if you want Warner, he was in the fourth round. Uh, they, they found Hafanga in the fifth round. And 
there's just there's just a lot of talent. There's just a lot of talent throughout the draft, and this draft doesn't seem to be any different. But what I'm going to be using tonight is the PFF. I'm going to use the PFF uh, mock draft machine just because I feel like they have a more it. It's never going to be perfect. All of these mock draft machines, all of them are a little bit different, but I feel like PFFs has a more realistic uh, algorithm per se. And you can kind of settings to where, to where they, you can kind of set it to where they to where they pick the way that you want them to pick. So uh, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring on in the, and I'm going to make it a little bit bigger for you. So the, not only am I going to pick the 49ers, but we're going to, we're going to keep it kind of fast because the computer doesn't need to, to think to, to make their picks. But, uh, the pup, like, uh, on the, I, I put the public versus PFF. I put it mostly PFF just because I think that that's the way that the teams, the teams are going to use their analytics. They're going to, they're not really going to re- rely on what the fans want. So, uh, but you know, there's always that human element to it. So I did leave a little bit left for the public just to, just to put that little human element in it. But then you've got care for positional value, put that all the way up because I feel like teams are, they're going to care where that, that a lot of the way that they do their trades and like all that kind of stuff are based on positional value. So uh, they're going to do trades. I'm not going to do trades in this, in this mock draft just because it, it makes it less realistic in my view uh, because a lot of the trades in these mock draft machines don't necessarily, they don't necessarily match up all, all the, the time about what they would actually give up for the, for your pick and your position. But and then I last, but well, not last, but not least, but the draft for needs spot. Like, so I think every team is going to be drafting for what they need on their team. Right. So I'm going to put that all the way, all the way to the right and random. I don't want any randomness like uh, for, for this, for all intents and purposes for this mock draft, what we're going to do is we're going to try and keep it we just want to get an idea of who is going to be in those areas uh, that the 49ers are picking and get an idea of some of these get so that we can put some faces to the names of some of these guys that could be in that area and could be picked by the 49ers. So with that being said, we're going to hit the, we're going to enter the draft and, and we're going to, and it's going to go pretty quick. It's going to go pretty quick, but as we get through this, as you can see, we got a lot of picks to go (laughs) and there's going to be a lot of people like uh, this is what makes people nervous when they're watching the draft. They see all this talent just kind of flying off the board and they're thinking, oh, there can't be anything left for the 49ers. But guess what? (laughs) We're going to find some today. And. So right away, we've got uh, Dwayne McBride for, as a running back. Do the 49ers necessarily need a running back? They're probably not going to pick a run, another running back in the third round. I 
don't think that that's what they're going to do. Uh, they do have uh, Elijah Mitchell. They do have CMC. They Even though Elijah Mitchell's kind of hurt all the time, he's still in the building. Uh, then they also have TDP that they drafted last year in the third round. And then, of course, you've got J.P. Mason, who the fan favorite, like the one that everybody wants to see get on the field more. And they even had a, a Tevin Coleman on the practice squad. So I don't, I think that I do think that they're going to get somebody undrafted or very, very late. Um, but it definitely will not be in the third round. I don't think in my opinion, but then you got a uh, Luke Schoenmacher and this is an interesting position because, because tight end for the all intents and purposes for 49ers, you got to think about this. George Kittle has got one more. I believe he has one more year left on his deal. Uh, they, they, they've always kind of struggled with that tight end two uh, filling that tight end two spot. And so not only do, are we looking to kind of fill in that tight end two spot? Cause they really, they brought Dwelly back. Um, they have Charlie Warner who the, I think that they, they drafted a few, a couple of years ago thinking that he was going to eventually be that guy. He just hasn't, he just hasn't been the guy that I think that they thought they were getting. So it's, uh, and I don't think he's that bad. I just don't think that, uh, yeah, he's just, he's not what, what Kittle is. And I think they're looking for more of that type that can do both, that can do the blocking, that can, that can catch, uh, catch the ball. So it's going to be interesting. I think, and this is a very deep draft for tight ends. So I, I expect them to pick a tight end at some point in this draft. And we'll see. There's a couple of names that I'm going to be looking for. And when I see them, I will definitely point them out. So with that being said, we got Luke Schoenmacher from Michigan. Go blue. I'm a Michigan fan. So, you know, I'm partial to Luke. I don't know that he's a fit for the 49ers. They haven't talked to him at all. So it's, uh, I, he's not, a, is they've talked to a lot of tight ends. But they did not talk to, to Luke Schoenmacher. And when you look at, at his profile, he's really actually really similar to Kittle in the fact that he's but he's more of a blocking guy. He didn't get a lot of a lot of catching uh reps in at Michigan, but that's mostly because Michigan doesn't throw the ball. They run, 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 run. And I think that he might have been a bigger name and probably would have been higher on the board if uh, if he hadn't have been at Michigan. So I just think that uh, that yeah, like I, I doubt that Luke Schumacher is going to be a guy. Then I see another couple of uh, running backs, some linebackers. Linebacker they don't normally. I mean, they're set at, with Greenlaw and and Warner. Like they're pretty much set at linebacker. So this high, I doubt they'll be picking a linebacker this high. You got Kobe Turner uh, from Wake Forest, uh, interior lineman. Like, but in all they got Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. So we're we're not looking for as that to that as a need. And then we run into Blake Freeland. Uh, we don't want to disrespect Deuce Vaughn. But he's another running back, and I don't think that we're going to pick a running back here. But then we run into Blake Freeland, who is a tackle from BYU. And I don't know that he'll slip this far. 
I the 49ers might actually have to trade up a little bit to get to him. I do think he's going to go in the third round, but I don't think that he's going to slip all the way to the 105 spot. Uh, that's That would be kind of presumptuous for the 49ers to think that he's going to fall this far. They may have to move up a few spots to get to this guy in the in the real draft. But Blake, since Blake, Blake Freeland is sitting there, and what do we need more than anything, 49er fans? We need a right tackle. We need a right tackle to to not just replace Mike McGlinchey, but really to replace Colton McKivitz. I don't think any of us really want to see Colton McKivitz uh, be the starting right tackle all season long. I mean, I'm ho- I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But the guy to me is a stand-in at best. And if we have to, use, and I'm hoping that we can get somebody that uh, that can that can step in and just kind of take the reins in Blake Freeland to me is first off, he's athletic. He is a big, bigger guy, tall guy, but some, even though he's a tall guy, he somehow keeps his pad level low, which is, which is huge in the leverage battle, but not just that he's, he's, uh, he's like I said, he's pretty athletic and getting out on the blocks. And what is, Kyle like to do. He wants to get those linemen to the second level. He wants to pull. Sometimes he'll pull his tackles. We've seen him do it with Trent Williams. He, I'm sure he would love, and I think he's done it. I'm pretty sure he's done it a few times with Mike McGlinchey, but I think Blake Freeland is a guy that he's got enough experience also that you could kind of, you might be able to just stick him in there. He might start uh, as long as he gets those OTAs at training camp reps uh, in that spot that it's it's possible. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to select Blake Blake Freeland. That is my first selection at 99. Then uh the Raiders picked uh, DeMarvion Overshown the linebacker which doesn't really affect me and what I'm doing. So but now we've got two more picks at 101 and 102. Uh Luke's still out there. But like I said, I the 49ers haven't talked to him. I don't think that they're going to pick him. And we are picking for the 49ers. So, but uh, we got another guy, Jacqueline Roy, another uh, interior defensive lineman. You got another linebacker, and I'm in pace. Jacorian Bennett is an interesting, is an interesting uh, piece because he can do a little bit of both. He's a little, he's he's one of those Swiss Army knife guys. Remind it, he likes to. Re- you want him to remind you of Jimmy Ward, but he's a little on the small side for my taste. And uh, he is, I think he's five eleven. I, th- I want to say he's five eleven, and uh, he's just. I don't know. I wa- I wasn't really impressed when I looked at his a little bit of his film, but uh, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna pass pass on Jacorian Bennett, even though I do think that we are gonna need some cornerback depth. Uh, JL Skinner is a guy that the 49ers have talked to, but to me, he's more of a box safety. He's a really big guy. And uh he's what six four? <laughs> six four, like two eighteen. And it's a uh, big guy, big safety. And he's got the athletic profile to be able to do some things that a free safety can do, but do we really want with uh, that free safety spot, you really want him to be like, like the Swiss art, like this, especially the way the 49ers use their safeties. You want them to be able to be uh, multi-talented and be able to kind of move around and and 
and cover some guys. And it's going to be really hard for Skinner to to ask him to do that from that free safety spot, in my opinion. So I, I'm going to pass on Jail Skinner, even though he's he's going to make a team very happy. I, I will say that somebody that needs a box safety, we've got a Funga. So and a Funga, I don't see him as a guy that you can move over to the free safety spot. So uh, you do have Nasir Abdullah for my taste. So I'm going to pass on him. You got Cedric Tillman, a wide receiver. I'm not really looking wide receiver in this draft just because it's to me they're they're so stacked at the wide receiver spot that unless somebody kind of just jumps off the page at me, uh, I'm not really I'm not really looking unless it's a best player available situation. I'm really not looking wide receiver spot right now. Uh, you got Colby Wooden, who's another edge, kind of on the bigger side. I think they got their bigger their bigger end in Cleveland Farrell. Uh, I don't think that we're going to go Colby Wooden, and he's got some issues of his own that I'm not really too keen on. Marvin Mims, another wide receiver. Viliyama Fajoko, he's an edge from San, o- San Jose State that I, ca- I, I, I kind of like. But I don't like him here. I wouldn't pick him at when we have so many, when we have some needs. We got some needs. And I'm not really looking at this soon. Uh, I would pick, if I'm going to pick an edge, it would be later on in the draft just because I just want some raw athletic traits that, uh, and let him work with Chris Kasurik. That's, that's really what I'm looking for from an edge at the, at this point, uh, uh, because I think that they have enough at edge, and I think they're going to bring in another vet. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. So I don't, I don't necessarily think that they're that they're going to go. That that's something that they would pick right right here. Ronnie Hiller, to me, another box safety. Um, Jalen Moreno, Croper, another wide receiver. Gervon Dexter was a guy that I was looking at before we got Javon Hargrave that I, I was really looking at to fill that spot. He's going to be a monster for somebody. As long as he can keep his head on straight, I think that he is going to be a monster for somebody. Uh, but it won't be the 49ers because I'm not going to pick him here. Uh, not here. Uh, we got Javon and Hargrave. He'd be buried on the depth chart. Uh, you got Zach Harrison out there, another that I'm not really at. Sean Tucker, another running back. Uh, and you got a lot of Jair Brown, another guy that they've been talking to. I'm just not impressed with uh, when I looked at his film. I'm, I just I, I I don't I don't really like uh, Jair Brown. And uh, but I mean, to each their own. He he might play well for somebody, but I just don't see it. And uh, Brian Culp is in the building. Appreciate you, man. Hey, Peter, appreciate you. Do keep grinding. Everyone hit like button yeah just just like brian just said make sure that you hit the like button make sure that you give me a subscribe make sure that you hit the bell so you can get the notifications for when i go live and it's uh like i I appreciate all the all the feedback that you guys can give me so make sure you hit me up in the comments and let me know what you'd like to see on the channel so back to the mock draft and i've got and i'm gonna hurry this up a little bit uh, but we're going over some of these guys that are going to be around, around that, that area. But like I said, Jair Brown, I don't. Cam Jones, another linebacker. And I actually like Cam Jones. But 
I just feel like he'd be, it's a waste of a pick here because he's going to be buried on the depth chart. <laughs> so, uh, but Zach Koontz, we just finished talking about tight ends. He's a guy that the 49ers have talked to. Super athletic. He made himself, he brought himself, uh, originally he was like in in the sixth he originally was like in the sixth seventh area when when i had started doing mocks and now he's pulled himself all the way up to third round because of his showing at the combine so this is a guy that is athletic at the very least this could be a tight end two situation uh that could be a really good compliment for george kittle and uh an athletic because uh, they love to run that 21 uh, personnel or the, yeah, the 12 personnel too. So either either way, <laughs> but they like they like uh, to run those two tight end sets, and it is, and Zach Koontz, I could see it. I could see it. He's got a lot to learn on the blocking side, but I think that being playing with Kittle, playing with um, he at the very least, he would be a more athletic dwelly. And and I think that's what the 49ers would welcome because Dwelly already gets open now. If you got a Zach Koontz that has some more juice to him, I think that that could be a a really big thing. So I'm going to pick Zach Koontz from Old Dominion, who has quite a few people in this draft. Like, it's pretty surprising. Uh, Luke Schumacher still sitting there. Uh, all these guys start moving to the other people but let's see who else is down there we got so we've got a tight end we've got a tackle so far uh you got trey palmer zach pickens another interior defensive lineman byron young another another interior guy tyler steen is the guy that i actually really i like him i don't care what i've heard some other people say that they're kind of iffy about him i like him I would love to pick him uh, like, and you're, and you're saying to yourself, well, you already picked a tackle. Why would you even think about picking a second tackle? Well, you've got, they didn't know that Trent Williams was even going to come back for this year. I think that was in question. So they need to get a guy that's going to eventually be that other going to go on that other side. And who knows if Tyler Steen is that guy, but like Freeland could be that guy. And then you have Tyler Steen. But I don't think that they're going to go back to almost back to back tackles here. So we're going to keep it moving, keep it pushing. But and Caillou Blue Kelly, see, this is a conundrum right here because you've got Caillou uh, Blue Kelly out of Stanford, cornerback. Ah, man, I really love this guy. Aggressive, has size, um, competitive. I, I, li- I like it. Like, uh, and I really want to pick him here, but Jartavius Martin out of Illinois, this guy to me, from what I've seen, I, he looks like a Jimmy, he looks like a Jimmy Ward clone. And what do the 49ers value more than anything is being able to move around, put him in different spots. This is a man that could, he can play man coverage, but he can play that safety spot. Uh, this, this is a guy that you could develop as a safety and be more of a coverage safety like you had with Jimmy Ward. And I, I, I think I can't pass him up right here. So even though his ranked 133, this is a guy 
guy that I think I'm going to have to take because he's ranked 133rd. He's probably not going to be there by 155. So uh, I got to take him. I got to take him. I don't even want to look what's below him because because it's going to make me uh, second guess myself. So I'm going to take Jartavius. So now we're going down to 155. And you see a lot of those guys that we already passed up coming off the board. So maybe we don't miss out on too much. But now, so now we've got some more running backs. Makai Blackman is an interesting prospect, another interesting prospect for that cornerback spot. He, at a USC, he is, I like the way he plays. Another aggressive guy. Um, I'm not quite, I'm not, there's something about him. It's something about West Coast uh, <laughs> cornerbacks. And West, honestly, West Coast players, period. That, uh, it, yeah, I, I don't want to, I'm from Cali. Okay. Like, uh, but sometimes they can be a little soft and I, I don't mean to, to layer it that like, like that all the time, but sometimes the college, some of the colleges can be a little soft. And so I want, I'm going to pass on Makai, uh, Makai, but I'm going to, then you got another running back Quindell Johnson. We just took a safety. Yeah, even though they listed him as a cornerback, he's really a safety. And uh, you got Jacob Slay. Jackson Kirkland. They got him lift, listed here as a guard, but he's really a – he played tackle. And so another guy with diversity and uh, like a guy that can do – probably do a little bit of both. And the four downers are going to need some depth along that offensive line. But I think I'm still going to pass on him here but we do have oh and we got starling thomas this is a guy i really like out of uab another guy super long super good athletic traits i like him he's and with uh with our new defensive coordinator with steve wilkes coming in and working with those defensive backs this and cleaning up some of this guy's technique i think that this guy could be a a nice depth piece and somebody that could eventually challenge for that number two cornerback spot, uh, maybe after a year or two. So I, yeah, I got to do it. I got to do it. Got to take him. Starling Thomas, the fifth. So yeah, Starling. And now our next one, we don't have, we're not too far away. We're at 164. So now we still got running backs. Those safeties, Juice Scruggs. If you know, if they didn't pick John, if they didn't pick up John Feliciano, and they they didn't sign uh, Brendel to the four year contract, I would be looking at Juice Scruggs right now, uh, right here. But because of that, I don't think that they're going to be looking center in this draft. I just don't see it. So we're going to keep it moving. Trading another safety. Antonio Mafi Israel Abanek. This is a guy, Israel Abanaconda. Abanaconda. Like, sorry, I had to sound it out. But this is a guy that I really I think he would fit awesome in the 49ers system. But like I said earlier, the 49ers have a glut at running back. 
right now. And I do think that they're going to take an undrafted guy, but I can't see my guy, my myself taking a guy here uh, for that for that spot. So I'm going to pass on him. My eye on him though, and I'm looking at a couple other tackles, another center, some linebackers. Uh, Josh Wild, that was another tight end I liked. Um, Kenny McIntosh, ooh, Makai Gardner. This is another guy that I really like, and and I'm looking at where we're at. Oh, Carter Warren is there, is there too? Oh, my goodness, this is. A conundrum <laughs> um, because you've got Con- Connor Galvin up here also, who is another would be another nice tackle depth piece. <sighs> Man, uh, I am hmm because we're gonna have probably two of these picks. Carter Warren. You know what? I'm. I am going to. Because I see my guy Thomas Incum here too. Also, um, what I'm gonna do? We got Starling uh, already at the cornerback spot. I don't think that we need to take Mackay, even though it pains me. I like Mackay Garner. I think that he's gonna be a really good player. And so what I'm going to do is I am going to take Connor Galvin at 170 at uh, at 164 from Baylor. And just so we're clear, when these grades come out at the end of this, they're going to be terrible. <laughs> they're going to be terrible because PFF, the way they grade everything is off of positional, the draft position and. And where you're, they they base everything on on did you get a, him in a good spot? But all you got to do to get A's, I've noticed with PFF, is that uh, you just got to pick guys that are like we're at pick what one seventy three. If I pick this one fifty five, it doesn't matter if he was a good if he's a good fit for the Niners or not. They're gonna give me an A just because he's at his his ranking, just because of his ranking. So. Uh, that yeah, it's really weird that way. So, oh, Abinacanda is still there, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna fall for the bait. I'm gonna take Thomas Incum here. That's gonna be my edge. He's a little bit rough around the edges at a central. Uh, at uh, what are they? What do they call it? Out of I believe it's Central Michigan, but uh, super raw prospect. But he is a nice, powerful edge to put uh, like that could that could build. You could build him on him with uh, Chris Kasurik. And I think that's a guy that we could have on the he's already good against the run. Like, I think if you add some pass rushing moves to him, that could be something later on down the road. So now we are at two six pick two sixteen and. And I've got to hurry because we are at 30 minutes already. But 
we're at pick 216. And now we've got running backs. Um, D winners out of TCU. Uh, another undersized linebacker, really fast. This is a guy that I could totally see the 49ers taking here. Um, as a in the later rounds, round, I mean, it is round the sixth round, so I mean, it would be kind of iffy. I don't know that they that they would really take a guy here. We'll see, uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis to. At 227. I think that I can let D winners go and I'm going to go with, you know, Elijah Higgins is one of those big wide receivers too. He's like 220 pounds. Uh, he's a big wide receiver and he is a guy that has a nice catch radius, good ball skills. He's a guy that they could, they could, turn into one of those throw up and just catch it guys. He comes out of Stanford, which, you know, they have a Stanford connection. I could see it. I could see it. And he's kind of the best available that I'm in front of me. So I'm going to go here. I'm going to go Elijah. I'm going to go Elijah Higgins. And now D winners is still sitting there and uh, between him and Servosea, uh, Sir, Servosea Dennis, I think I'm going to go D winners here. They do have to get a, we're now in seventh round. This is about where I, I plan on them drafting a guy. If they're going to draft a uh, linebacker. So I'm going to go D winners. I think if you guys look up D winners and look at what at some of the tape of what he did at TCU, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And then Hunter Lepke is a guy that <laughs> honestly I really want to pick because I feel like I feel like they're gonna move on from uh from Juice next season. Like he has he has two more years on his deal. But next year he counts against seven over seven million against the cap. I think that they're going to go ahead and they're going to move on from him. But they can probably draft a guy then. They'll probably draft a guy then. They're not going to draft a guy to sit behind, sit a year uh, to replace Juice. They're just not going to do it. Or they're going to take a guy that's already, already uh, like fullbacks are not expensive. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that we're going to go hundred left guy. I do want to pick him. He another guy. You got to look up his tape. He he's a fun guy to watch. So, um, but we got some running backs that I don't necessarily like. <laughs> Carrington Valentine. Alex Austin is a bigger corner and one that I've always wanted the 49 I'd like that I've always wanted the 49ers to get a bigger corner, like in that Trey Flowers mold uh, that used to play for the for Seattle. That I just want to see. I want. I want them to get a bigger guy that can play that zone, that traditional cover three zone corner. And I, th- I feel like that's what Alex Austin is, and he's capable of being. Um, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Alex Austin. I know we got a cornerback already, but they're going to need depth. We don't know what Ambry Thomas is. So at the very least, this is the seventh round. 
you're going to take a flyer on these guys. Let's see if, if Alex Austin's got anything in him. And so I'm going to take Alex Austin and then. And the 49ers talked to Alex Austin, just so we just so we're clear. That's another guy that they did talk to. Um, you got Brenton Strange, another tight end. Brandon Hill is a box safety that I kind of like here. And Nick Jones is another. I can't believe he's all the way down here. That's got to be a mistake. <laughs> but uh, I'd be shocked if Nick Jones doesn't go earlier than the seventh round. Uh, but let's see if there's anything else, anybody else that I really want. Travis Dye is a guy that they talked to today. Um, but as you can see, he's pretty far down the, 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 the pole. So like, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to take Brandon Hill because I think they do need that safety depth. I think that they do need a guy, a thumper in, in that safety room other than Hafanga, because I feel like they don't really have another strong. They have guys that can play the position, but I don't think that they have a true strong, another strong safety. And not that those guys aren't, aren't really kind of a dime a dozen at this point. Uh, you can find those guys in a lot of spots, but I, I like Brandon Hill and I think I'm going to bring him in. So we're going to call, we're going to bring in Brandon Hill. Now they picked Brent Brenton Strange. We got another. We go right to 255. And now I am going to. I saw Travis die down there. I'm going to take Travis Die. He's a little bit of a he's a he's he's athletic. He's not a burner. He reminds me a lot of a young, like I could see him being a Tevin Coleman type. Kind of bigger. Kind of, but he's got the size, and but he doesn't have the contact balance that I would like to see. But this is the seventh round, and I think that if we can just get some, I mean, he's probably this is a camp body at this point. So I don't. A lot of these guys, I don't know if they're even going to make the team. So let's die here. I think he is a he was a workhorse for USC. And that's really all I got. Like, uh, let's see what they let's see how bad this draft was. <laughs> that that the way uh, PFF uh, grades. Oh, they gave me that coon. Look bad this what they gave me just because we went now they gave me a C right. I can one hundred percent guarantee that if. The 49ers got this group of guys. I think that everybody would be kind of in. They would think that it was a pretty decent draft. It, it's I would, if the 49ers drafted uh, drafted this way, but but I'm telling you, but like I said, PFF is biased. Uh, they Nathan Vargas says, I think we're taking that, that USA, uh, USC guy. Yeah, they did talk to him. They did talk to him, uh, Thule, uh, but that doesn't mean that they're going to take him. They talked to a lot of guys. Steph, uh, Steph Sanchez puts, does a great job 
keeping track of uh, make sure you follow her on Twitter because she does a great job of of keeping track of all the guys that the 49ers talk to. And he's on there, but I don't know that they're going to actually take him. Um, but I'm going to take this off now. And as you can see, hope you guys enjoyed uh, going through the mock draft with me. At the very least, you saw that we're probably going to see in the areas where the 49ers are picking and we get a better idea of who is in those areas. It's not really about the draft grade because literally I could do that draft over again and just pick guys that were earlier and it wouldn't even matter who I picked and I could make it an A if I wanted to. But that's not what it's about. It's about picking the best guys for the 49ers. The four, the, like I'm telling you, if the 49ers ended up with this draft, it would be nice. Now, do I think it's going to fall this way? I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's going to fall this way. There's some of these guys that are way too low. Like, uh, but I, I can, but I'm pretty confident in saying that that was a pretty, that I would be happy with that draft. And, but, uh, oh, Eric's in the building. Thank you for, thank you for coming through, Eric. Appreciate you. And CG in the building. Make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you give his uh, page a subscribe. That's my man right there. And but we're gonna get out of time as usual. But uh, I appreciate everybody coming out and checking out my my first live mock drafts. We're gonna do a few more of these for sure as we get closer. They're gonna adjust the algorithms. We're gonna it's gonna probably get closer and closer. But remember. Donovan West was in the mocks last year, was going in the third round. There was a lot of guys that were going in the third and fourth round that didn't even get drafted last year. So this draft is crazy, and we never know. We never know who's going to get, how the teams are thinking, how they're going to pick. We know what the experts are telling us, how good these people are, and we're going off of C and the film that we see too so and i'm not the greatest I, i'll be the first one to tell you i'm not the greatest of breaking down film and giving you all the little nuances like that but i know what i like when i see it and it's it's just a vibe that i get off of a player when i watch him play that i can usually tell right away if if he's going to match uh match up with my team and uh that's and a lot of these guys show those those traits a lot of the guys we mentioned tonight so with that being said we're going to get out of here once again appreciate all y'all for coming through uh oh roberto came through appreciate you coming through fam say what's up to roberto yeah but yeah we're gonna get out of here and once again like the video give me a subscribe Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend so we can be friends every day, every week. And and as I said, we're going to get out of here, but go Niners.